Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 132 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Ian... Are you ready to ride? Yeah. <laughs> Indeed you are. Boy, we have a special episode. No Joanna this episode, sadly. So I was thinking, oh my Lord, Joanna's out for last minute. Who can we get on the podcast who would be able to <laughs> a drop of a dime, come on and help us out <laughs> on a Friday afternoon? And it's no other than Mike Collins from CoasterRadio.com. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. I've been I've been wanting to be on the show for so long. And we've been trying to like match up schedules and finally you're right. Friday afternoon, perfect time. Here we Who go. Knew? <laughs> yeah, literally it, I think the first email I sent was a little over a year ago. Yeah. And I, I I'll give you a lot of credit because I, I sent you one initial email and that was it. Like I never like I I haven't been hounding you and you somehow managed to manage over a course of a year keep that email somewhat uh, current enough for you to keep remembering and responding back. Cause every once in a while we'd hear from you like, Hey, I didn't forget about you guys pretty soon. I'm like, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And you're like, Oh, is this guy ever going to do it? Or is he just like, you know, keeping it going like that? And, and, and I'd, I'd be honest with you, if it was me, I would have, I would have lost that email and it would have been gone. Like I, I, you know, even at work, like when I tell my staff, I said, if you have something for me to do and if I say, okay, and if it's a day or two, remind me because it's already gone. It is gone. <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah. getting back to that. I, that's yesterday. I'm moving forward. So. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's so funny, like back like maybe five years ago, uh, this would have been so much easier for me to do. But then once I, I, I've got a three-year-old daughter now yes. and like that just eats up any available time. So even for Coast <laughs> Radio, EB and I have found it like difficult to record. We're recording at all different times during the week and just oh, yeah. like, oh, hey, there's a spare hour here. Quick, let's do it. And, <laughs> it's completely changed how we do that show, which is just amazing. So, oh, yeah, so fantastic. thank you. Thank you for, for being patient just with. Uh, oh, no worries. No, no, it is an honor. We're celebrating uh, episode 100 on 132. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the one that I was going to come on, right? But yeah, so here we are, 32 episodes later. And, We'll see. We're gonna we'll invite E B for episode two hundred and see if he can beat two thirty two. Maybe if he gets in by two fifteen or something, you're like, Oh he's better. He's better. <laughs> All right, before we get started with the interview, I just wanna drop a couple things. Uh, Ian and I were both at Bush Gardens Williamsburg uh, last evening for their member thing. <laughs> so that YouTube video and podcast will come out shortly. Also, the YouTube channel. Check it all out. Uh, Six Flags, Great Adventure, King's Dominion, Hello Scream, Dollywood, King's Island, Hawaii, Kentucky Kingdom, Holiday World, Funplex, Disney Debates, and Vegas. Wow. So much. So go check it all out on Vacationeers Podcast YouTube channel. Check it out today. But that is enough plugging because, boy, we have one heck of a guest on this episode. So many questions. We're going to bust through them real quick because Ian has a hard out. He's got to go to work at, I don't know why I can never think of this stupid restaurant. Ruth Chris. Yes. That's right. You gotta, <laughs> all right. There we go. Go to oh. Ruth Chris. He's living the, the dream over there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So, okay. So, the first question I have, and it's a little bit of a, a bone to pick with you, Mike, because sure. back in 2017, Ian and I went to the Busch Gardens Williamsburg uh, <laughs> a meetup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we had ERT on Invader. 
Yes. And uh, I was like, okay, Mike, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you all the ride photos for the entire hour and give it to you on the drive. And then you can hand them out to, you know, your listeners or as you see fit. So yes. at the end of the hour, I went up to the poor young kid and I was like, all right, I need every photo <laughs> for the last hour. And he's yeah. looking at me like I was insane. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, this is a special meetup. Don't worry about it. Just give me all of them. And he did, which is amazing because now thinking back at it, I'm like, well, I could do this every day and like resell these photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just give me everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somehow contact the people. And yeah. At like, the hey. end of the day, just like, all right, give me every photo that you took today. <laughs> yeah. Like Wish Garden sells them for 10, but you could sell them for five. That's right. right? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Profit, yeah. So I sent you the link. And I was like, all right, let's see what they do with it. Crickets, nothing. nothing. Well, now, wait, because I did download them all. I have them all. And I think was the plan. I can't remember if I did it because I remember thinking like, oh, what I'll do is I'll put this all on a Google Drive and send the email to everybody who came. And did I not send the email? I thought I don't I think you, I did. Well, I did not I get it. it. Well, maybe you were you were uh, you're smart enough to not send it to me since I sent it to you. Okay, well maybe so. Maybe I'm you know, completely wrong. That might have been what happened. Is <laughs> I was I was assuming like oh well since Tom's got them all so yeah that might okay. be exactly what happened because I do know <laughs> that I actually took them and moved them and you know what I know people like Dan the T-shirt guy downloaded his. Oh, so I, I believe I did. I oh. probably just didn't. Okay. Well, there you go. Which, which was dumb of me. I should have included you on the email. But <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Some people were like, "Oh, wow! Now I've got like eight ride photos from my eight rides." On <laughs> so it did. It did actually. Uh, did actually make it out there. But if somebody went to the meetup and did not get their photo, let me know. I still have them all. Yeah, I still have them too. <laughs> yeah. I review them every day. <laughs> They're great. There are so many great ones on there. I, I've got a couple that. Um, from me riding too that I, I yeah I, no for sure and they're so great because you know those are like fun keepsakes you oh know? for and, sure yeah and yeah parks you can't you can't spend money on all of them unless you get like the pass that gives yeah, you all of them exactly because <laughs> that adds up that adds up fast, oh yeah, you know? yeah for sure oh yeah. then never mind I, I have no bone to pick at all then oh good okay good <laughs> I was like oh man because that's that's the thing about Costa Radio is that there are many things that we are behind on oh yeah uh, you know in terms of like things for listeners and like prizes that get sent out and yeah thankfully eb i think has just realized that i'm so behind on it that he's just like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and, <laughs> and, and he sends them off uh, direct from indiana so i think i think we're catching up on all that stuff well speaking of eb this this question's always uh been in the back of my mind and it's, it's a weird one yeah. so go with me here sure. you knew eb prior to the podcast so yes. you knew you worked with eb and yep. in his regular life, I believe at one point during one of your podcasts, you mentioned that, you know, he's, his name is Eric and he goes yep. by Eric in his re regular life. Oh, but yeah. because of the podcast, I think it was your brother or somebody else on the show was also called Eric. So he started going by EB. You know, um, actually, there were two two mics um, because there's me and then there was another mic. Oh, so maybe I got this but, uh, wrong. Eric just wanted to be called EB. He wa Everybody wanted fun radio names. <laughs> when we first started so I, so we're like yeah so what what is yours going to be are you just going to be eric he's like no 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 eb i want to be eb because i think in dc at the time there was a radio host who was pretty famous who it like was part of something called the uh the sports junkies and his name was eb so i think eric was just like oh, I'll, I'll take that that'll be fun <laughs> okay um, so okay okay so my question still works even though I, my premise is a little off so back when you worked with him you i'm sure you'd call him eric then on the podcast you call him eb now, yep. Eric or, or EB went to Indiana, and now you only you, – you primarily probably talk to him over the podcast now where you call him EB. So the question yep. is this. 
when you talk to him outside the podcast, do you still call him Eric or are you so now accustomed to call him EB? Have you switched over to calling him EB in your private life? You know what's really <laughs> bizarre is I call him Eric when we're off the air and then it magically switches <laughs> whenever we do anything Coaster Radio related, including me. <laughs> and I will call him EB when we're doing something related to the show, but as soon as the mics are off or as soon as we're in private, it's right back to Eric. And really? I don't know how my brain does that. That is amazing. Because, <laughs> because if he were on with us right now, I'd be like, EB, tell him about this and that. But as soon as we'd stop, I'd be like, Eric, wasn't that fun? That was great. <laughs> so it, it's weird. I don't know why, why my brain does that. So if and, you're um, at a meetup before the before everyone shows up, is he Eric or is he EB as soon as you're at the meetup? Like, okay, oh, we're at yeah, a coaster. He's still Eric. Yeah, Eric until wow. a listener appears. And if an, a listener is <laughs> talking with it, it's EB all of a sudden. And it's just a weird like theater thing, I think. It's like, you know, like, oh, no, hey, now we're on stage. Now we're going to be our characters. You know, I, and, I can't name Ian the right name. I call him like our <laughs> pet, uh, other kids. I, I don't know how you could possibly get. Yeah. Eric and EB. I, that's amazing. That is yeah, absolutely it's amazing. really weird. Yeah. It's weird how that works. So now I have know, a goal to, about that, but it's yeah, true. I, and I have a goal to sneak up on you guys and have you actually call him Eric and let me hear it. Then I'll but jump yeah, out. See, like, if ah. you're like, yeah, if you're like <laughs> five faces behind, you might actually hear, you know, <laughs> It's like finding Bigfoot out in the wild. Like, Whoa, wow, look, he did it. So. Okay. Oh, that is weird, yeah. Huh. I did not expect that as your answer. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it very rarely, like every once in a while, I'll sort of slip up. But Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, speaking of your uh, child, you do have a three-year-old now, so yes. that's amazing. So let me ask you this, because I noticed when I was, um, when, I had my, when I first had Ian, like I, I was like... Uh, I wouldn't say a, a Grinch, you know, it is Christmas time, but you know, the, the Christmas magic was kind of left me, you know, I didn't really care about it because you know, it was just my wife and I were adults, who cares, you know, the, the, the feelings of when you were a child and you, you know, you couldn't sleep at night and you're nervous and you wanted to get up and open up your, your gifts, like that was all like totally gone, right? I mean, Christmas was just another holiday where I had some time off of work. Sure. But then Ian, the first couple of years, you know, nothing, no, no big deal. But the first year where he recognized when he was getting up that next morning and there was going to be ridiculous amount of presents for him to open. Like I caught back on fire and it was like, I was a kid again, like reliving the Christmas. Like I was in bed nervous. Like I was the one up at 4am waiting for him to get up so he could open his gifts and I could relive that experience through him, through his eyes. And it was awesome. And for the last, well, sadly now that my youngest is 14, yeah, now I'm going back. I'm slumping back down into the, uh, who cares about Christmas? But <laughs> is Emma, is Emma, is that right? Yes, yep, that's okay, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, is, is Emma uh, at three years old? I'm trying to think. It, has she, like this Christmas Eve, when she lays down for bed, does she know that the next morning there's going to be crazy gifts or is that going to be next year? I think she's at the age now where, I, I'm not sure at two if you remember. I don't remember what age Ian was. I just know he didn't realize, you know, what it was the next morning. He's like, oh. Oh, this is awesome. And then the next year he's like, Oh yes, this is great. Yeah. This is the first year where it's, it, she's kind of realizing what all the holidays were like. This is the first year that she went trick or treating and was uh, shocked. You know, the, the first couple of houses, she's like, wait, I go and I say trick or treat and they give me candy. And so then she's like, let's go to every house. I want to visit every house in this neighborhood. Like, and the year before she just stayed at the house as we gave out. Ah, uh, you know, yes. yes. She's like, Oh, that's cool. Uh, let me just eat out of the bowl. Then that's the, you know, the candy bowl. Um, so it's it's the same now for uh, Christmas is that last year um, we sort of, you know, led her down the steps and there were all the presents yeah. under the tree. And and she was more interested in playing with the wrapping paper and the boxes <laughs> that came in, you know. But this is the first year where, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
she's That's gonna be aware gonna the night before yeah. so oh. it, it is fun and i'm just like you where it's kind of like getting all that excitement yes seeing the excitement from her oh it's so great um, uh, it's it's really really cool and you know just and even like the excitement of Halloween and stuff you know like yeah. I forgot how how much fun it was as a kid to go like this is the fr- this year was the first year I went trick or treating since I was twelve or whatever <laughs> was the last year that I I stopped and yeah. um it, you know and I was like oh my gosh I forgot how fun this is this is great <laughs> you know? and it, you're right it's just it's great to see through your kids eyes you know yeah. you get to experience everything again so yeah you got you got many good years ahead of you but then it's going to go downhill cuz then you're going to wake up and there's going to be this huge barbie house she wants you to build and now your entire day is just building <laughs> toys oh yeah oh that's already happened like in the past couple of years like there was a big ball pit that needed you know build building and yeah and over the years, you're, you're like making sure it's the upkeep of it and stuff. It's like a theme park. You know, you're like, yeah, I got to keep this upgraded. I got to make sure it doesn't fall into disrepair. And so, yeah, there are all these things, man, that are just, you know, so, much, so many different uh, things. I, I could see you walking through her, her living or her bedroom like, no, no, stay in bed, honey. I'm still uh, scoping out these these toys, like oh, walking yeah. them in the oh, morning yeah. and checking all the bolts. <laughs> You know what we bought her recently that was so funny is she watches Peppa Pig oh, and Peppa yeah. Pig was building a marble run. And oh, so to ooh, me, yeah. that appealed to me because I was like, oh, wait, we could buy a marble run kid. It's like a roller coaster. Yes. And the marble down and do all this stuff. And that has been uh, crazy because one of the things that she likes is I'll, like she likes watching me build it. And then she wants to put the marbles through, but then she likes destroying it. Yes. Like, so like, I'm so excited about this huge marble run that I've built. It does all these multiple paths and all this stuff. And it's like this great design. And then, oh man, she comes in. She's like, can I just, can I, what did she say? Can I break it now? She's like, just do a karate chop. Daniel LaRusso and Cobra Kai and like, you know, Johnny Lawrence or something. Just knocks it all down. Yeah. That's great. Ian, uh, do you have a question, or do you want me to keep going with mine? You can keep going. You got, oh, yeah, you got I got a list. A, yeah, I got a list. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. I, I know you're a magician. Yes. And I, 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 I too, magic, am, yeah. I'm a fan of magic. I, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I, I can't do anything, except when the kids are young, obviously. It's easy to be a magician when the kids are so small. You can you know, have yes. them look, look over the like, – what's that over there? And then you move the marble out of your hand. Yeah. like, look, ta-da. <laughs> and they're still amazed. They're like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, holy cow, do that again. And then you do yeah. the same exact thing, like have them look somewhere else and do it again, and they're still amazed. <laughs> yes. So great. Oh, it's, it's so great. great. Yeah. But you actually do actual magic. Yeah, you know, I've I've been interested in that ever since I was in high school and, um, you know, just in, in kind of the last 10, 15 years or so, I've sort of like picked it up again and um, really tried to, you know, study it a little bit more and learn about different techniques and stuff. So uh, aside from podcasting, it's my other kind of big hobby. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So do you prefer the street magicians or the like on the stage with the big production? Ooh, that's a good question. I I like the stage magicians like i love penn and teller oh yeah um uh I, david copperfield at, Ooh, at the yep. mgm grand is is really cool to see i i love all that because th- there's something about like the spectacle and doing huge things that yeah. are great but also it can get cheesy very quickly too <laughs> like anything with animals like making an animal appear i'm like oh no i don't you know that 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 to me is like not my favorite type of magic but yeah i like i really like penn and teller because it's kind of inventive yeah. And there's a lot of like mentalism that they do that is cool. And um, they just do kind of like outrageous magic that really makes you think like, how, oh, my God, how did they do that? So, it, it you know, where it blends kind of comedy. Yeah. But also also what I like that they do is they actually make statements too. you know, kind of interesting statements about yeah. life and 
politics sometimes, you know, they kind of blend that in, but don't hit you over the head with it either. But I also, I like street magic too. It's except the problem with street magic and any magic really is that you can have people who are out there who do it and are kind of sloppy about it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it, I've seen some street magicians who like, you know, are like, Oh no, wait, I, I see what you're doing. Like you're giving it away. You're, you know, and maybe, and maybe it's because, I, I do magic too that I sort of know what to look for. Maybe like regular people don't see it, but yeah, um, there's varying degrees of what you see with the street magic and stuff. But but every now and then you see somebody who's fantastic. You're like, oh my gosh, why isn't this person known around the world? Because they're so great at the cups and balls or you know some other thing that they're doing out there. But my yeah. favorite thing about street magic though is watching the reactions of people in the crowd. Like sometimes I don't even watch the magician. I just kind of turn and see you know what what people are doing and you know, somebody who doesn't see magic every day or work with it every day, you know, they're blown away, you know, by oh, for sure. Oh my God. How did you know what card I was going to pick? You know, and all that <laughs> stuff, you know, just, it's, so that's fun. And it kind of reminds me of what it's like when, you know, when you don't know how it works, you know, yes, it, yeah. so we, it, it, with magicians and stuff, it's always important to remember that, I think. Yeah. And the street magicians, the only thing I don't like is I've seen these specials where, these behind the scene things where essentially like they're out there all day and like you never see any of the B roll where they're, they get the wrong thing, you know, or, or yes. they, yeah. it's just, or like I watched the one, it was just some setup where the, like the person was on the one bench and then they, they put a towel over them and they turn up, like they flipped it over and somebody else. But yeah. the way it worked was they, they shot it, they stopped shooting. Then they switched it. Like they went over and they, like they switched it off camera and then they like, it wasn't magic. It was just, editing you know they edit yeah, it right, it's right, like wait right. this isn't a magic trick yeah, so that's the only thing so right. yeah, yeah that's the only thing about street magicians I, I like it like watching the finished product yeah it's nice but i'm always in the back of my mind like well how many times did he do this exact trick and it didn't work you know <laughs> yeah and and like even shows like like great street magicians like david blaine like, yeah it's the same way where we're only seeing a part of what happened we're yep. not seeing really the setup to how he got there yeah and so it looks even more amazing yeah which is great i mean and i heard somebody say once like the magic of david blaine is are the reactions of the people yeah you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know that's like just people being shocked by magic and and we don't get to see magic on tv as much as we used to no for you know, sure yeah. the 70s and 80s and stuff so yeah so, yeah that's cool that's cool yeah so but it, but it is true like sometimes like you sit there and go wait how did he do that and then you kind of realize like oh wait we didn't see the setup or <laughs> yeah. you know but, you know yeah. it's it's all it's all okay all right, so we obviously we know you like theme parks, but oh, yeah. uh, when you vacation and it's not a theme park, what what do you like to do? Do you like cruising, beaches, state parks, any other uh, vacation spots? You know, it's it's a little bit of everything. Um, I love I love like a good beach vacation, um, anywhere that's warm, yeah. you know, kind of tropical. Uh, I actually went on. I've never been on a cruise up until right before COVID. Um, okay. So when COVID was in twenty, yeah, I guess 20. it was like twenty nineteen was um okay. uh, did like just like and i wanted just to try it just to see if i liked it so it was a quick weekend cruise out of miami to the bahamas one day there and then one day back and i was like okay that's good to see like <laughs> i can't stand this if it's too much like it's it's not that long but i loved it i thought it was it was just so much fun because I, it just like you didn't have to worry about anything you were just yeah. you know hey every everything's here on the boat you just kind of walk around you don't have to like uh, hey, where am I going to go? What am I going to do today? It's like all there for you. And then they take you. Um, this was one of those cruise lines that um, is Royal Caribbean. So they actually oh, have okay. like their own island. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And I was I was 
wondering if I would like that because it was like, well, is this the real Bahamas? You're kind of going to like, <laughs> it's like a Disney version yeah, or yeah, you yeah. Know, a universal <laughs> version of the Bahamas. But it was just nice because I, I realized the whole point was it's just a day to go and relax and yes. not worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, and then you could get back on the boat at night and it's cruising back towards Miami. But I remember like there were things that I didn't think I would like that I loved. Like they had a disco where everybody wore headsets. Oh, yeah, you listen to your own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you listen to your own music, and there were two competing <laughs> DJs, and on your earphones, you could switch between <laughs> the two DJs. <laughs> yeah. And so it was kind of fun. You could see everybody wearing the headsets, and if their headsets were gl- glowing blue, it was one guy, and red if it was the other. And it was kind of fun to see them, like, duel, you know, yeah. to see, like, who was playing the better music. And, <laughs> and, and But it, then it was fun just to take off your headsets and kind of look, and it was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> people laughing and stuff but and no music but everybody's jumping up and down and i said that that was one of the most fun things i've done in years you know it's so great so like I, I i like that and also though like there's a little bit of theme park stuff on the on yep. the boats now you know like a water slide or yeah um they've got the the boogie boards where you kind of surf on there yeah. and and of course we've, we've talked so much about um the bolt roller coaster that's yes, on yes you know, one of the cruise lines there. so yeah so is it carnival 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 yeah we, we have a i have a cruise scheduled for sep- next september on oh that. wow yeah on the, on the one with the bolt yep yep oh that, you're gonna love that then. oh that's great. yeah i'm excited yeah so so yeah so that i i like that but also i like visiting places that i've never seen before yeah um, so i'm trying to do that a little bit more especially now that um you know once covid is you know, completely clear and we can start traveling again, which is, it, it's getting there. Um, yep. you know, I also like, um, like, uh, music and like, you know, sometimes going, going places, like if there's a good concert somewhere, yes. um, you know, and then kind of seeing the sites around that area and then having the concert be the thing that you do. So yeah. Speaking um, of that, you went yeah, to oh, see yeah. Genesis, right? Or did they, yeah, that's, did they right, play that's right. Yeah. Actually just last night. And that's, Oh, wow. Yeah, so that is a band that I have loved since I was a kid. Uh, that was the first concert I ever saw when I was in sixth grade. Wow. And, um, you know, I've seen them a couple times since. But uh, last night, I think, is like kind of the farewell tour. Probably yeah. it after that. So. I, I, I heard on the podcast that they're coming to D.C. I'm like, oh, you know, I liked it. I like Genesis. Yeah. Then I yeah. watched like one of their performances. And yeah, yeah. Phil Collins is like sitting, like he's sitting the whole time now. Yes. He's, yeah, he's, just had, sitting he's there. had a lot of health problems in the yeah. last five like, years so, so i guess he didn't do like his like he didn't go on the drums and play in the air tonight no see and that was the bummer um yeah. is, is is like you know because i've all the other tours that i've seen them do uh you know he gets back there and like wails on the yeah drums and yeah stuff. Like, but his son is actually his son's like 20 years old and plays just like him oh okay so, um so it was kind of cool to see that and um it was interesting you know just being a dad watching that and seeing him turn around and look at his son and you can yeah, tell yeah yeah you know, so that that added kind of a different emotion to the whole thing, especially oh, with sure. it being kind of the farewell tour. So yeah, 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 but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I, I'm going up to see a TSO. I don't know if you've ever seen Tri- Tri- Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love going to see them. So unfortunately, the the Coliseum in Richmond is, they're ripping it down. So for the last couple of years, they haven't been able to go there. So we're going up. Uh, I think December 23rd up in DC. It's gonna be. Oh, that'll be so, great. Yeah, yeah, that's a great show. And it's a it's a uh, a double show. So they have a matinee. They have a three o'clock show. So oh, wow. We're doing yeah. that one, which is going to be weird, but that's great. <laughs> yeah. It's nice that we can all like get back out now. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that's and, and you could tell like there was an arena full of people last night who were just like happy to be out. And, you know, even Phil Collins mentioned that, you know, he's like, hey, it's been a rough couple of years, but hey, we're all here. And 
that place just let loose with a roar of, you know, happiness, I think. Yeah. Did you have to have, did you have to show your vaccination card? You know, this was the one concert on the North American leg of the tour that did not have to. In Chicago, you had to. Huh, um, interesting. I think in some of the other cities like Boston and stuff, you had to. But everybody had to wear masks. That was the okay. one thing that they, they, they did make everybody. Um, although I, I looked around in our section, there are people drinking beer with the mask off. Like, <laughs> of course. They, right, yeah. they weren't enforcing it. But yeah, yeah, no. uh, that was that's what they asked. But what was cool is like in the concourse as you were, you know, walking around and stuff, everybody was pretty pretty messed up but yeah it was the one place you didn't have to show um a card to get in i guess that much just must be the way dc is right now well, that's interesting yeah i'm trying to think for tso if i don't know it, i guess we'll get an email or something about it but yeah yeah I don't know yeah, right cause, yeah they sent an email to us a couple days before and that's okay. you know and i was wondering about it but but dc is kind of um like you know coming back off the masking mandates now like even at my office i got a message today saying starting next week you can wear a mask or you don't have to um, you know, uh, it's up to you. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, your office. Back. What does What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, right, I'm yeah. working remote. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're slowly getting back, uh, if with the real life job into the office, like it's right now it's one day a week, but I think it's going to start ramping up there a little bit. Yeah. I think our company is trying, like they've already come out and said they have no plans to ever come back, but like upper management, they're, they're kind of like, uh, maybe you should come in a couple of days a week. Or yeah, something. Right, and everyone's right, like, yeah. no, that's cool. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's a it's a weird sensation to be back in the office, too, because we had our, our, our first staff meeting and it was weird. Like, I'm so used to looking at everybody on Zoom. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, now I'm like making eye contact with people around the room. I don't know where to look. It's kind of weird. And, you know, you're talking under your breath and you realize you can't mute yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And, and I, I kind of like the ability to turn off my camera for a second if I just want to break like, oh. yeah. You know, I don't want to I don't want to stare at my office mates anymore. Uh, but, you know, yeah. You know, but yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, wait, now I'm stuck in this room with them all. So, yeah, I had to go back in the office, which it's about a 30 minute drive for me. And uh, a couple of times to have new staff starting, I have to go and meet them and stuff. And uh, it, it's just awful. Like, I can't believe I did this every day. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awful. It really changed everything. It's, you know, just like our feelings about everything. So. <laughs> All right. Next question. Everyone knows if you ever listen to coasterradio.com that you love Apollo's Chariot. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I am a huge Apollo's fan. In fact, it's one of my favorite rides as well. But, and, and you've ridden Mako. Is that accurate? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now you've already come out and said Paul's Chariot's your favorite ride. However, Mako's a better ride, right? I mean, you don't uh, yes. think? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think so. I, I <laughs> you know, um, I saw somebody do something on Twitter the other day where they were talking about like everybody's got a top ten. Yeah. But some people have a zero, and it's like a, oh, a wow. ride that really isn't like great, <laughs> yeah. but it's just one that's like your personal sentimental favorite. Yes. And I think that's Apollo's Chariot to me. Um, because right. I thought I rode Mako and I was like, oh, wait, this is better. This has better, oh, you know, yeah. just, it's like they took the Apollo's chariot idea and just made Amplified it even better. It. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Great. So um, great. I, I, I'd even say like nitro at great adventure, like does some things better than Apollo's chariot too. Yeah. But, um, but just for me, it's like kind of a yearly thing, you know, it's like the home park roller coaster, and I'm so glad it's there and there, it's just like, so like got these great elements and stuff of just the floater airtime and it's yep. such a relaxing and so to me it's just like you know no year is complete with at least one ride on it it's got to have at least one ride <laughs> well it is open for christmas town this year so oh yes that's right that's right so you can uh you can surely ride it if you go visit you planning on uh, heading down to christmas town this year i i like to i um because uh, 
didn't of course go last year. And yeah. I think the year before that didn't get to because Emma was so little, but yeah. um, I think this might be the first year that we bring her and see yeah. that. And also um, I've never been to Winterfest at King's Dominion too. So that's another oh, one. Oh we'll yeah. See, yeah. So, We're planning on getting know, that so, one too. So yeah. Yeah. Very so that, that's a lot of fun, but I love what Bush Gardens does with Christmas town. It's just so <sighs> yeah. much fun. And, and with the a couple roller coasters open this time, I know Verbolton yeah. and Invader, I think too. So yeah. 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 So that's so, great. Yeah. And last night there was no one there. I mean, it was dead. Oh really? It was wow. Crazy. I, I thought, I thought it'd be pretty busy, especially since it was so nice. I mean, it was like literally like 65 degrees. Yes. It was beautiful last night. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy. yeah, that's a, that's a great night to go, but yeah, they do such a good job down there. So I don't know if I know your, your feelings about this because Ian is a huge fan of Intim- <clears throat> Intimidator 305. And yeah. I personally think it's just too intense for me. Like it's, it's a fine ride and I'll ride it, but I, that's not one of the ones like I can marathon Apollo and Mako and, and basically any BNM. I, I can marathon any of those and I'll be more than happy to do so. And I love it, but Intimidator it's a one and okay, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to ride it again. So what's your feeling on uh, Intimidator 305? As an older yeah. man, I think you're going to be leaning towards me, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I tell you what, I whenever I go to King's Dominion and I'm riding on like the Americana Ferris wheel, I look over at it. And I'm like, that, that thing is beautiful over there. I'm not riding it. Though. It looks great, but I'm not getting on it. Today. It's, you know, the only time I ever ride it is when I'm at the park with somebody who hasn't ridden it before. Because I'm like you, I rode it once and i was like that might be enough like it was like i got i got scared when i grayed out around that curve and i was like that's not supposed to happen yeah there's no out. and then the other thing that happened is another time i went my brother had never been on it so we, we rode together and he was making some noise i think he got freaked out about the gray out and so I turned my head to look at him, and oh, that no. was right during one of those whips, oh, like where it whips you the other way. No. And my neck hurt for like three <laughs> weeks. I couldn't like move my neck. And I was like, that's an intimidator, man. That's what it did. And like, so like every time I've ridden it, just something negative has happened. And then I also didn't like walking around the park, like after that gray out. And this is just me and like my hypochondriac, you know, brain. Yeah. I'm like, is something going to happen? Am I going to pass out? Like, did something happen to me? Did I get an aneurysm? What's going on? So to me, I'm like, I don't want, I like, I know it's safe. I know, like, I don't want yeah. anybody from Kingston, any need hey, you're saying, our, no, 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 it's safe. Yeah, for sure. But, you know. It's intense. Yeah, it's just too intense. But I love it. Like, you know, that first drop is amazing. There's yeah. not like that. It's just the greatest thing. Yeah, but, I found um, riding in the front row. It's less as aggressive and as in the back. So I, if oh, you good. ride the okay. very front, yeah. it's not. I mean, you're still going to gray, but you're, it's not going to be as bad. The back is just so yes, bad because I rode it in the second row and I was like, okay, it's not as bad. Like yeah. I, I think I made the mistake in the first time yeah. riding it towards the back and it was just Oof. whipping around. And, <laughs> oh, but man. you know, it's it's cool to have that intense of a roller coaster. I just I wonder if they'll ever build anything like that again. Yeah, I, I'm more into, I like to have fun on my coaster. Like, oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like, oh, let's see if I can gray out. Let's see if the thing can knock me out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You know what else is like that is Sky Rush at Hershey Park is a little like that in terms of being intense. Like, like you're like, oh, my God, is, is this supposed to be like this? I, oh, I love Sky Rush. And people yeah, hate it, but you have, to, you have to learn how to ride it. But once you do, 
Oh man, it's yeah. a great ride. Yeah. I, I think Voyage for me is one of those rides where, like, the whole time I'm like stiff as a board, just trying not to die. Yeah, trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it keeps going. That's the problem. You're like, all right, oh, it's coming in for a landing here, and then no, it goes another 30 seconds. It's so insanely intense. Oh my lord. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one of those rides you're like, is that a good ride? Do I like that? I I I, I want to get back on it, but I don't know if I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I haven't been on it in years, but I want I want to get back on it to see. If things have changed. Oh, no. It's you know, like, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I've only ridden it the one time last year, and, or it was this year. Yeah. It was the summer. This summer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oof. Yeah. It is. <laughs> the yeah, whole it time. Like just with just time, too, like our, yeah. our likes change. Yeah. 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 And yeah. not necessarily because we get older, but just like I think sometimes we're like, hey, we, you know, lean towards a different style yeah. of roller coaster or. When you're experience. you're walking down the midway, you're making a right for Maricana, where Ian is going to I-305. <laughs> yes, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't that weird? I'm like, hey, the Ferris wheel looks cool. Yeah, you know. I might have to stop by on my way over to the carousel. Yeah, exactly, right? Although these days, that's what I where I tend to end up going because, you know, Emma's like, oh, Ferris yeah, wheel, exactly. carousel. Ian's you first know. ride ever was on, what, what's the name of that ride, Ian? It's the red one uh, by there. Uh, it was called Bad Apple. It was called oh, Bad yeah. Apple. Yep. I, think, I think it though. still is, right? Yep. Is that what it's called? Is it? Yeah, that, so. that was his first ride ever. Oh, that, wow. So, yeah, that's that, that one has a, a close place in my heart. But, yeah, that's, that's good. good times. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, this is a good one. So, this is uh, – can I ask you about Patreon? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So, you guys did the podcast, I don't know, how many years before – like 12 years before Patreon? I think so. I think it was right around then because it, it may have even been a little less, but I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly. It's when been it was a long time. Yeah. But uh-huh, basically, yeah. you guys, you know, it didn't matter. It, it, no, I guess it does. Because well, actually, your podcast more than any, uh, you know, really caters to the fans more than any podcast I've ever, ever heard. I mean, you, the, the surveys alone <laughs> show that. Sure. But mm-hmm. like just when you're talking, like you're always like you're always a sympathist where you're like, oh, you know, you guys, you're right. You're right. And EB's always like, ah, screw them. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Two definite <laughs> different ways of, of thinking. Yeah. So I guess to, to some extent, you've always catered to your fans. But do you feel or did you feel any added pressure once, you know, started the Patreon, started accepting uh, tips that like, you had to then like. Like you had, to, like you couldn't make your own decisions as much, or it was, I, I mean, I, as a fan, I haven't picked up on anything different other than like you, you did games more often at one point, but I mean, yeah. the, 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 the episodes or the shows every year seem to be going the same. I was just wondering internally if you guys like had any, like, okay, well now we have to really, you know, you know, uh, cater to the, what the fans think, but you've always done that. So I don't think it was that big of a, uh, yeah, a departure, you know, I guess. That that's an interesting thing. Um, uh, that when EB first came up with the idea of Patreon and, and like brought it to uh, you know our attention and stuff, yeah. I, it was I, I was against it. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't I don't what you know and who's gonna do this? That's that was my question. I was like, I don't think anybody's gonna wanna <laughs> like put money towards this. I think that they're gonna be like, why don't you guys just get some advertising? And that was kind of an old school way of me to think. You know, I, I sort of came from a broadcasting. <laughs> yep. and, radio and TV background. So it was all about, well, we need to find advertisers and not let the listeners do. But I would say for the most part, I would say like 95% of people who support the show on Patreon don't care what we do and do do not, and have never put forth any, you know, words or, you know, or sent us anything saying, Hey, you should do this. 
in fact, most people we never hear from, like we do off topic episodes. And I, I think some of them don't even download it. It's just like, <laughs> Hey, we're, you know, uh, we're going to subscribe to this thing and yeah. that's it. You know? Um, but then there are like the 5% who are like, Hey, I'd like to hear more of this. I'd like to hear more of that. I mean, we hear a lot from people on the surveys, like you said. Yeah. Um, but the surveys like are, are really helpful because there's always like one or two people who write crazy stuff or angry <laughs> stuff or, or mean stuff. You know, like there's, there's people who like take me to task for a lot of different stuff and some of it's kind of hurtful and mean, you know, and you're like, Whoa, wow. But then what EB and I always say is that with that stuff, if we hear it one time, you ignore it. If you hear it two times, you ignore it. But if you start hearing it more and more like the same thing, then you're yeah. like, okay, now this is a trend so we have to kind of listen to what's being said, you know? So, um, that that's what I think those, those surveys really do help is, is if we hear like 15, 20 people on a survey, say something, then it's like, okay, that's a good percentage of the audience who is thinking, you know, whatever the thing is that needs to change. But, but you're right. I think that the cool part is, is that, you know, we, EB and I kind of do the show the way we would want to hear it if we were out there. And yeah. So far that seems to be working. And how yeah. long have you been doing the surveys? I, I'm like I started listening in two thousand nine, and I don't remember if you're doing them back then. I don't think you were, but I could be wrong. Well, it, it I, it's probably less than ten years, but more than seven. So between okay. like seven and ten years ago, we started doing that. Um, I know it, we've done it at least seven because I think this was maybe the seventh time we've done it. So, uh, yeah, but it, it seems a like huge a lot of help. work. It's a huge, gigantic help because yeah. Um, you know, like uh, the majority of people who fill it out really do have good ideas and, you know, and are honest and say, hey, you know, I liked most of what you did, but here's one thing I hated. And it helps. It helps to hear. Like just, it, it kind of makes you think about, you know, yeah. hey, this is working, but this isn't, you know, and so you, you hear subtle changes in the show because of that. And then you get like the characters where it's like a like dead, dead center. Like, okay, well, <laughs> damn if you do, so damn bizarre. if you don't. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like the, of all the things we do, the characters are exactly in the center. Like um, you <laughs> probably noticed like in last year's uh, season, we hardly did any. Yeah. And this year we heard from people saying, I missed it. Where, where, where are the characters? There weren't any. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and we we're like, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, we've, we've started to slowly add a few back in, but um, I think we sort of figured out what the sweet spot is where you, you know, you, yeah. you do them, but do them shorter. Uh, and I think that that seems to I think people get mad when we do a character segment that's like 10 minutes. Oh, like, no. oh, my God, just stop. Please stop. But, if, but if it's like two or three minutes, people like that's enough where they can hit the skip button. Oh, if they can't I, I love them. I love the, I love the character stuff. <laughs> Evie is pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. It, it cracks me up. The, the QAnon that you guys did. <laughs> last oh, year. yeah. That, Without hands down was my favorite. Like, oh, my God, that is that's that's genius. <laughs> Yeah. Every now and then there's a funny like like little thing that we'll talk about offline. And um, yeah. and actually, that was um, Brian Wackler who came up with the, just the phrase Q and on. But it's like Q-U-E-U-E. It's, it's then like EB started talking about, OK, I could do this. And then I said, oh, man, I could like rewrite the Stonecutter song from <laughs> The Simpsons and like make it about Q and on. And, you know. Oh, my God. That's just the greatest thing ever. My Lord. Yeah, so it's, Love it. It's I, that type of stuff is like when, you know. Like sometimes the the show, like you know, you're like, oh man, it's another week. I've got to do the show. You know, yeah, I've got to find time to do it. But then uh, something like Q and on comes along, and you're like, okay, now I'm kind of inspired and excited to write something. So I like it when that. Happens. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that, that, that's a lot more production though, and a lot of more work. It is, yeah, it yeah. is, and, and that's that's become harder and harder to do recently, just with yeah. you know having a baby and you know 
any spare time goes to her. But yeah, you know. for sure. No doubt. But it is fun sometimes staying up late, you know, after she goes to bed and everything's done for the day. Might be 1130, but it's like, OK, I'm going to take at least 45 minutes here and write all this out and have some fun with it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spare time. So you and EB recently. Oh, not. Uh, well, I'm, ever since COVID, I, my my time perception is gone. Oh, but yeah. Somewhat recently, you guys started doing the theme park news. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. a daily uh, little five to ten minute uh, news segment. And when you guys first announced it, I'm like, oh, my Lord, a weekly show plus they're doing this every week. That's just that's so much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my, you guys take turns, except on Fridays uh, you share it. But, yeah, I, I guess it's not as bad. But still, how much time does that actually take out of your week? Because you can't do it all. You, like, you can't just knock it out on Sunday because it's, it's news. So you have to wait kind of before you can record it, which means every other day you kind of got to record it. Ugh, yeah, that seems like a, a lot of work. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. It's um it's it's hard that's that that is the hardest thing uh and especially just because of the time that it takes and it used to be where i would write out a script and you know have like three or four stories and stuff and just with the way things have gone i think if you listen to theme park news you'll hear that eb still does that he'll he'll do it um but i don't i sort of just ad lib like i'll look at three (laughs) stories or, or sometimes one or two, yeah. and I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to talk about it because that's what there's time to do. Yep. And I, I also know that some people don't like that, and but some people do. Some people yep. are like, okay, that's closer to what the show is. Um, but sp- certain people who are like, hey, this is supposed to be a journalistic enterprise, don't like how I do it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know how better to do it. Like at, at this stage, like that's what there's, <laughs> like there isn't time to sit and spend an hour writing a script and then another half hour recording and editing it and putting it all together. So I, this is really something that I, I've been meaning to talk with EB about, like, is there somebody else yeah. who could who could take over? Because, and, and this is all just kind of like stream of consciousness coming yeah. out of me right now, but I, I love spending time. I would like to spend that time working on Costa radio and yep. like, you know, setting up guests down the road. And, um, you know, one thing EB and I try to do is have, uh, you know, uh, all our shows planned out for like months ahead of time so we can start booking oh, yeah. guests and, yep. and, and, you know, working on all that type of stuff. And the theme park news, the daily show takes away from that. It, do, it does because it's oh, just the sure. time that I have free to, to work on Costa radio goes towards that. So I think that's something that he and I will have to figure out and, yep. you know, as it goes forward and kind of take a look at how many people are actually listening to that. And, um, in the end, does that bring more people to the main podcast, which is the main goal anyway? Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. so I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a really good question because you're right. It is very difficult. It's hard to keep it going. And um, like a, a great example was, you know, um, this week uh, for the Friday edition of Theme Park News. It's me and EB. But I was at the Genesis concert last night. So <laughs> who's going to do it? So EB did it by himself. But yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. You know, he did. You know, it's extra work for him. So. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's hard, I think, just with life sometimes. So we've we've got to talk about that and see, like, you know, are there other options? Sure. For sure. Yeah, I keep waiting to for your uh, turn on one of your episodes, and it's just like, yeah, Emma had a bad night last night. That's all for this episode. Yeah, yeah. well, there have been times where I've, I've wanted to do that. Where actually, you know, like, and I think one time recently, I just had her sitting there, like, she was, you know, wouldn't go to bed, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to record now and see if it's funny, but. Um, that was actually an episode that I we got some criticism for people are like, what are you doing? You know, there's no research to this. There's no nothing, you know? And so I, I have to realize that people who listen to the theme park news don't want comedy. 
they want you know yeah three, three news stories you yeah yeah that's that's my goof that's my goof because sometimes i think like oh it's supposed to be another yeah, it's just, yeah exactly yeah yeah you and know I, so yeah for me I mean, I, I, talk about it it's it's, <laughs> it's a it's difficult it's and it's 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 actually something that i think we've got to come to terms with and figure out what we want yeah. to do and as a as a fan my perspective which obviously is going to be different than probably mostly everybody else or maybe um, i probably fall in the ballpark somewhere on this venn diagram you know, I enjoy your back and forth with EB and the comedy and, you know, more so than, you know, yes, I'm a theme park fan. And obviously the topic is great because I enjoy parks, but it's more for listening to you guys, you know, your, your banter back and forth and just having a good time together. So for me, the theme park news where it is, it's it's good, but it's not why I primarily listen to Coaster Radio. I listen yes. for your, mm-hmm. you two together. So the Friday episodes are always better. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So the theme park news, it's hit or miss. I sometimes listen, sometimes I don't. Yeah. But I never miss an episode of the podcast because that's my true love. That's what I, you know, that's what brought me, draw me, drew me to you guys to begin with. Whereas the theme park news, I think maybe some like that banter. They like what you're doing, like that part where it's just entertainment and not just news. And, you know, so it's, it's a, you know, you probably most of the people that listen to it daily want the news stuff where the people who like don't listen to it religiously probably just more for the entertainment wise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, another thing we've talked about this off air before is like, you know, everybody reads screamscape and that's yeah. where all the news stories are. Is it easier <laughs> for people just to go to screamscape and get the news <laughs> and listen to me and EB every day, you know, <laughs> like, and, and some people, I guess, like waking up in the morning and ha- using it as their flash briefing on their Amazon or, you know, Google device or whatever. There are people who do that, but I just, I, I sometimes wonder like, where's the best, if, if there's a limited amount of time, just like we all do on all of our shows here, yeah. like there's a limited amount of time, yeah. where's the best t- place to spend that time. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just something for us to figure out behind the scenes. I think. Well, the good thing is screamscape is so just so hard to use. I find it so unnaturally difficult to try to read a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it drives me insane, especially you can't don't forget using it on your phone. Like there's just no chance. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is yeah. not phone friendly at all. <laughs> that is an old site that has not been uh, programmed to be uh, adaptive at in the least. So yeah. So like, sometimes it probably would be easier just to listen to uh, you and uh, EB to tell the story. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And maybe that's what some people are like, Hey, I, you know, they, they aren't like, hugely into all the stuff so maybe they're like hey it just saves me i don't have to go do yeah. it myself and just listen all week so it's convenient yeah, for me because I, I have my lecture lexa device on the you know on in the kitchen so if i'm doing dishes i say hey give me the news and they you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it's mm-hmm. nice yeah oh yeah very convenient but i'm not always in the kitchen doing dishes so if i don't find myself in the kitchen doing dishes those days uh, you know i don't listen so <laughs> yeah, absolutely oh yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> but speaking of um actually no i'm gonna ask you this question first all right, so uh, Chips, Dips, and Dorks is your other podcast that you used to do all yep. about 80s movies, which is fantastic because you, I think we're pretty close, comparable in age. So we all enjoy the same movies. Though so I don't know how <laughs> you guys were pulling in some deep movie, deep cuts there because, uh, you know, I don't know, some of those movies, I had no idea what you're talking about. But do you miss doing that podcast? Now, again, that one, you just showed up and you kind of were just part of the panel. So it took a lot less. Oh, I guess you had to rewatch the movies probably yes mm-hmm. you can do it mm-hmm. from memory but uh do you miss doing that or well i mean now i mean there's just no way with uh you know emma but do you miss yeah, doing it, that one though it was fun because it was all people who i worked with so you know we'd kind of gather at lunch and do it and it was fun in the beginning because in the beginning we did movies the thing that i loved best about it is there was no work involved 
because especially at the beginning, it was all movies that yeah. everybody had seen a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's so easy to go in and talk about Ghostbusters or Back to the Future, yeah. yep. you know, but what got hard is once it got past those 40 or 50 movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we were doing obscure ones where it's like, oh, no, now I've got to like spend two hours watching this terrible movie. You know, there's a reason I never watched it before. And now I have to watch it and pay attention so I can talk about it. And that to me is where it got to be a little less fun. Yeah. Because it was starting to be like, you know, not something that you could prep for even in a half hour. It's like, no, you know, you, you got to take two hours out of your week and oh, for sure, do yeah. that. And um, yeah, that's where that's where it got difficult. That's, yeah. that's where it got hard. And because there were movies like that, and, and I'm trying to even remember one now, like uh, there was one about like monster kids and monsters or something that I, I can't remember what it was <laughs> called, but it was it was horrible. And there was like killer clowns from outer space, which is just <sighs> I remember sitting there watching it and going, what? This is just a way I can't get this that, two, these two hours back. You know? <laughs> oh, how dare wow. you, sir? How dare you? you know, That's like, a great like, one. Oh, no. Although it was goofy. It was goofy and fun. But like <laughs> there were just there were just some other ones that just, you know, like, oh, boy, there was like a Val Kilmer one that we watched. Oof. That was, you know, it's just like yeah. and I know that for some people, like it's like classics and they love. Them, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's just where it got hard. But it was fun. It was always. The, the prep was always hard, but then yep. getting together with everybody was always fun because it was just such a good group of people. Yeah, I think if you would have visited uh, HHN for their killer clowns, they did the scare zone, then the maze. I, I think you'd oh, have right. you knew yes. appreciation for that movie. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I you know watching that movie and not having anything else associated with it, I'll probably be like, yeah, what in the world is this? But you know, going down and enjoying the the scare zone, then the maze the next year. I just that's just like that theme song. I listen to it now, and it's just it's just great. It's like one of yeah, the greatest right, things. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, I love it, love it. <laughs> and sometimes like experiencing like when Universal will do a scare zone or something like even for one of the movies that you haven't seen, then it yeah. makes you go back and like it, which yeah. is funny. It, yeah. it works in the opposite way <laughs> yeah. that they probably are expecting it to. But but speaking of Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters yeah. is out now. Are you planning on going to a theater and checking it out? I think I need to. I really yeah, need to. That's yeah. a movie you have to see in the theater. Yes. Like, and I'm sort of glad that they are not putting it on a streaming service. Yes. You know, it just doesn't belong there yet. You yep. know, it's a Ghostbusters movie, and by all accounts, it's really great. And it's got the original guys in it. So I think, yeah, I think we need to all go see it, you know, <laughs> yes. in a theater. I, yeah, I, just, I, I am 100% going to go either this weekend or this week. I, I got to go see it. So oh, it's yeah. going to be great. Great. In the Regal Theater, at least here, it was showing the original Ghostbusters like last week. Oh, and cool. I didn't go see it, and I wanted to. I I wanted to because I was like one of the first movies. I remember going to the theater seeing that movie, and that was one of the first. The- <laughs> this is so odd. So my mom used to take us. Just rarely we'd ever go to the movies, but if we did go to the movies, it would all it would be always on the last weekend of the movie. So the oh, last weekend uh-huh. that it was in theaters, I'd go see it. So I never got to watch a movie trailer, and then. Like I never got to watch the movie and then watch the movie trailer on TV and say, "Hey, I saw that movie." Like I know it's a weird thing, but Ghostbusters was one of those movies that I saw it before its theatrical run and I got to see a trailer and I was like, "Oh, I seen this movie." I yeah, know, that's really weird. I not, you can't even relate to that <laughs> nowadays, but that that like it's still that still uh, resonates with me. So seeing it in the theater again would have been just phenomenal. And I think it was there for like a week or two weeks. And I just couldn't, I couldn't manage to get there. I don't know why I should have. It was like a $5 to go see it. I would have loved it, but I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, great stuff. 
great. Oh, stuff. that's great. Yeah, because that I, I remember seeing the original one in the theater, and then Ghostbusters two, and that came out. And yeah, I, I just remember like remember when they showed that teaser trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife like a yes. couple of years ago, oh. uh, where it was in the 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 barn, and there was yeah. you know, the ectoplasm and then like you see the you know yes. oh, man. yeah that, that's that, that just i was like oh my gosh this is gonna be great and, oh you know what i'm sorry mike we gotta go we're going to move now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know we gotta go let's all drop and go see it now <laughs> oh man so good uh speaking of nothing because this has no segue whatsoever but yep. i heard on uh one of your podcasts you said you actually do voiceover work on fiverr which astounded me because i don't know i never knew anybody who did anything on fiverr well usually it's usually art stuff right i, mean, I, yeah. I guess that's what i was familiar with but yeah you can actually uh do voiceover on fiverr which is absolutely wonderful please tell me more about your uh your fiverr work yeah so i i haven't done it in uh in a while but usually um during the holidays i will record santa claus voices for people and oh. then that led into doing character voices for uh, escape rooms all around the country. Oh, okay. Um, you know, during the boom of the escape rooms, like yes. people were looking for voices for different things. And, um, you know, I started doing like a lot of serial killers, which was weird. <laughs> like there were a lot of serial killer escape rooms huh. all like in, in 2019 or whatever. And so I'd be doing these like scary voices like this you know and i would talk like this and like it's it's kind of funny like there are actually some of them still running which is weird like there's one in reno nevada where wow. i'm a vampire uh from, like a thousand year old vampire uh haunting people as they try to escape my room and you know so, but it's fun um and you know sometimes there are things for um independent movies and stuff like just people needing a voice for different things and um, because there's all the equipment here for Coaster Radio, it's really easy to do and send off. So it's kind of cool. So it's, it's do you ever get like just an individual like, hey, do this for my uh, outgoing uh, voicemail? <laughs> no, there, there's never been anything like that, um, mostly because there's no connection to the podcast. So, yeah. um, you know, like I don't I don't think yeah, anybody's ever, yeah. like, well, ever, ever searched and, and looked for it that way. But it's um, a random vampire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but it, it's, that is fun. Um, there's been some, some interesting things and like a couple, um, people creating video games. So doing some voiceover work for that. And, um, it's, it's, it's neat. And then the really cute thing is that was like, I, I, and I don't know if I'll do it this year or not, but, um, for the holidays doing Santa Claus messages for kids. Oh, and, yeah. and, but then I thought it was going to be just for like parents buying it for their kids, but then it started to be for, all different types of things like commercials. There was a guy doing a commercial in London uh, on a radio station there. And there was some other guy like um, doing this big lighting display in Denmark, like all these oh, wow. foreign countries and uh, needed a American sounding Santa Claus voice. So <laughs> kind of weird, kind of yeah. weird. Like what, you know, all these different places that need voiceover, but um, you know, but it's, it's great. What's cool about Fiverr instead of somebody spending a thousand dollars, you know, they might spend $50 to do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So, that's cool. Uh, so Joanna couldn't make it on this episode, but she did send in a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I apologize in advance. What does Neil Patrick Harris smell like? <laughs> that's funny. I remember, I don't know if we got close enough to smell, but he was like, <laughs> he's very debonair. I remember like when we met him is like, even though he was in like his Barney suit, like I, I just got a sense like that's it. That's like a guy who's like put together and debonair and like just 
like everything that you see on TV and in the movies, like that's what he was. Yeah, yeah. He was just very charming, very charming right away. Like, um, you know, like I remember, like, like he shook our hands, but then uh, Eb's wife, he like went and gave like a big hug to, and she's like, ah, you know, just like <laughs> so. It was very neat, just I like <laughs> observing him that day that we were there at How I Met Your Mother. Just like you know, every everything that you see is exactly who he is. And, oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. yeah. But I would imagine that he smells great too, you know, like probably, <laughs> you know, probably uses like good products and oh, stuff and all sure, that, you know. Right? Yeah. You know. Well, I heard Matthew McConaughey stinks. Like yeah. literally he like, he, he just, he reeks. He, he might. And it looks like he does. <laughs> Which would be weird because, you know, someone's yeah. so attractive and you walk up to yeah, him like, right? oh but, yeah. Lord, you stink. <laughs> that's what I would think too. Just like, even watching movies where he plays normal characters, it's like, <laughs> Must be some type of smell coming off that guy. But I will say, uh, I like to do something impromptu because I this this will probably not this will probably fall flat, but I think it's hilarious. Uh, be, so you have Neil Patrick Harris to do your intro and outro, and yep. the outro part of that where he says, you know, thanks for listening to uh, the first or the yeah the first Think Park podcast uh, for <laughs> Coast Road Radio. This is Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers. Yeah, I, I always love that. I always love that. And I thought if I could get a quote unquote celebrity to do that for our podcast. I mean, it'd be out, out, outrageous. It'd be so great. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm going to ask you to read this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there, there's chat in this, right? Where's a chat? Yeah. Where's... I think there is. Yeah, okay. Right, 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 yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could read this for me. Uh, that'd be great. Okay. Here we go. Oh, sure. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'll, we'll, we'll do a live recording session here. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hang on. Let me. Okay. Here we go. Thanks for listening to our unnecessary podcast for vacationers, theme parks, and more. I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers. <laughs> See, there you go. Now you can use that. Uh, I th- it's like the, 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 the degrees of Kevin Bacon, but degrees yeah. of NPH. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Joanna about it, and I said, that'd be a funny premise to get you to do that. Like, not say you're. Mike Collins, but say, you know, yeah. you're someone who knows. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the degrees. Yeah. The degrees. Like, yeah. Oh, that's heaven. Okay. Well, okay. We're, now we're uh, almost at an hour, and I have some shotgun uh, actual theme park questions for you. Because oh, I, I figured, okay. you know, the, the Coastal Radio fans would want some, like, cutting edge, hard-nosed questions about Please. theme parks and coasters. So I have three of them. Ian, if you have anything you want to add to these by all means, go right ahead. <laughs> all but right. we'll get her going. All right. So, uh, in the vein of, uh, uh, you know the uh, Mary F. Kill game, right? Yes. Uh-huh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So in that vein, I have three attractions. One of them you can ride. You can c- continue to ride on to your glory days. One will be standing and operating, but you cannot ride it. You alone oh, okay. cannot ride it. Any other one, we're gonna destroy it. It's not gonna exist. No one gets the pleasure of this particular ride. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You have. And this is for you personally. Okay, perfect. Apollo's Chariot. Uh-huh. Velocicoaster and Rise of the Resistance. Oh, no. Oh, those <laughs> are like... <laughs> These are uh-huh. custom-picked for you alone. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is tough. Two of the three oh, you're I... not going to be able to do, ever. Yeah. You're going yeah. to make oh. no one else be able to do it either. <laughs> and one you'll be able to do. I've been dying to ride the Velocicoaster, though, because that just oh, so looks good. so amazing. It is. I, 
this will show you how much I love Apollo's chariot that I'm going to keep that because I love it. I oh love Oh my Apollo's lord. Chariot. So you're going to keep riding Apollo's chariot. Well, it is local yeah. too. So you get, you'll be actually do it very often. Yeah. So I, I think I just love it so much and I know that I love it. I, um, I suppose so. I would. Who are you going to screw? Uh, <laughs> you can screw over everyone yeah. not to be able to ride Velasa or Rise. Oof. Oh boy. I think uh, being from Coaster Radio, I think I, I, w- I would probably keep the Velocicoaster. Everybody's loving that. Everybody's <laughs> loving Velocicoaster. And Rise, I hear, breaks down every now and then. So maybe that should be destroyed and they should wipe it out and yeah, redo you're, it. You're doing the Lord's work there. People like, you know, go on it and they wait four hours and then <laughs> Kylo Ren doesn't work and like <laughs> like hunched over and not you know doing his stuff or like you know oh so yeah I, I think that's what i would do but oh. man i want to ride velocicoaster so badly i really yeah. i want to almost to the point where i'm like could i fly down for the day <laughs> like, find a cheap like whatever the cheapest airfare is like is there a hundred dollar ticket that i could yeah. go down go into the park you know ride it and get the heck out yeah, ride it. Maybe there's like a friend of the podcast who like works there who could just get me in real fast. Like, I, like, hey, I don't even want to do anything else. I just want to go ride the yeah. last and come back. And oh, yeah, did you so. get to ride a uh, Haggard's? Oh yes, I love that. Yeah, that yeah. was so fun. That's that's a good time too. Yeah. And I I waited. That was like when not long after it had opened, but um, man, it was a long wait. It was at least an hour. Um, yeah. You know, and that was before all the virtual queue stuff they were yeah. doing, but it was worth it. it was so fun. we 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 went. Um, when was it last year? Last year? I think it was last summer. And they had, they had the virtual queue last summer. So, I mean, it was busy. And we had the virtual queue. We got the queue. And, you know, you go in and you have to do the thing. And then you go through the, the long extended queue to get to the ride. Yeah. It was so spread out that my wife and I got to the, the coaster. We got in the front seat. And we got we we're only ones on the coaster because no one else caught up to us in the queue. And they sent it. And we, we had our own ride in the middle of the day oh, wow. in the summer. It was so, it was just so odd. <laughs> yeah. Cause we were, cause I, I kind of walked fast. So we just spud, you know, sped everyone else back eating our dust. And it was just weird. Cause there was, there was a huge, like you couldn't even get the reservation anymore. Like the virtual queue was like sold out. So it wasn't like there was nobody at the park. I mean, it was yeah. fully packed, but just the way they had it set up, it, yeah, it wasn't very, <laughs> they didn't do a very good job uh, getting yeah. that to ride right. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of remember the same thing happening when it was Dueling Dragons is that yeah. the, the walk to get there was so long that sometimes you'd get up to the roller coasters <laughs> and there'd be like three people in the queue and you're like riding with nobody. But yes, I, I wonder if it's just the way that is because you're right. That could happen. If yeah. you, especially if you walk faster than yeah. the crowd you with. <laughs> yeah, you might so get it. Middle of summer, yourself. middle of day, <laughs> drive by great. yourselves. That's so weird. Oh, great. All right, here's another one. But this one is oh, I, I had to tweak this one a couple of times because I had to think about it. And I, I didn't want to make it too easy for you. Yeah. These are three parks now. Okay. Not rides. Okay. Again, this one is you continue to visit as often as you want. The other one is open, but you can't personally visit. And the other one, we're closing it down. No one gets to visit ever again. Oh boy. Okay. So the first two were uh, Busch Gardens Williamsburg, you know, your mm-hmm. home park. And Disneyland is the second one, because I know you're a big Disney fan, and the original park uh, means something to you. And originally, I had King's Dominion, but I figured that was too easy. You just destroy King's Dominion. That was yeah. too easy. So <laughs> I'm going I'm going all Disney World, all, all four parks. So that's the third one, all four parks, the whole resort, all four parks, Disneyland or Busch Gardens Williamsburg. One, you can go again. Second is going to be open, but you can't personally visit. Third, we're tearing that whole thing down. No one gets to do it again. 
okay. Oh, actually, this is a little bit of an easier one than the oh, roller coaster. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I would I would go to Disneyland as much as possible. I just, <laughs> now it's across I the country. So, yeah. So now you you have, you have no home park anymore. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so so I I would still keep Busch Gardens Williamsburg open for everyone. Uh, you know, even though <sighs> if I could not go, I would. What just in the? <laughs> I I would destroy. I I am lately. I have not been having fun on my visits to Walt Disney World. Because it's just, I feel like it's overcrowded. The uh, Genie Plus stuff is making things difficult. But like, Mike, are, just, you, are you thinking about this though? Because if there is no Disney World, all those people are going to Disneyland now, and now oh, you're no. in a line with all these people. They, oh they, yeah, everybody <laughs> from Florida is coming, and they're way. all pissed and at I'm you. <laughs> oh, maybe I got to think about that. Then you're right. But I, I love Disneyland so much. If it, if if I could be assured that it would stay the same at like crowd level wise, yeah. Um, there's just something that's really cool about Disneyland, but it would be hard though. I, I miss Disney World. I grew up going there. Yeah. Just like the past couple of visits I've had have just not been what I remember. But you know, maybe they're working on that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's it's getting it's getting harder. It's getting harder to have yeah. a good time. But I'm I'm looking forward to getting down there with the Genie Plus and seeing how it works. Yeah. And maybe that makes things a little easier. Are you planning on possibly hitting it for the fiftieth? Yeah, you know, it's like 18 months of celebration. Are you gonna? Yeah, gonna I think I think maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, I I think now that especially things are kind of opening up a little bit travel wise. Um, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see it because there's some things down there I haven't checked out yet. So, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it was a couple years when we went beginning of this year. So we there was a lot of stuff like we didn't we never did any Avatar stuff and Frozen Ever After. I mean, there's a, a bunch of attractions we didn't get to do. So when we went earlier this this year is that right yeah it was yeah, in january year. yeah this year yeah it was great it was like almost going like for the first time again because there's so much new stuff and it oh was yeah like, oh this is great yeah yeah and i haven't seen any of the toy story land oh uh, yeah uh, yeah you know um I've, I've seen uh galaxy's edge at disneyland but not yeah. at disney world and uh frozen ever after i haven't seen that so there's a lot like going there there'd be a lot of things in each park to check oh, out yeah and mickey minnie's runaway railway so yeah, good. So you know, you know what I have not been on is um, uh, flight of passage either. Oh, like I, yeah. I've not gotten to Animal Kingdom. Oh, since let me they tell opened. you something. You know, I, I I have a tendency to get sick on the simulator rides. Mm-hmm. Like forget about uh, Battle for for Harry or Ari or whatever it is. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I, just any of that stuff. I, I I have a tendency to get sick. And flight of passage, you, it's a simulator, and you're doing loops and you're doing all kinds of stuff. Not one iota. And I did not even like my body didn't even think about it. like I did got not even the slightest bit of nausea from oh, riding that ride. It was yeah. so well done. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy cow, because it's not like a it's not like soaring where you're kind of just like gliding. I mean, you yeah. are doing like some loops and you're doing all this other stuff. Nothing. I, I was perfectly fine. I walked off like I could do this again. Like there was no. Awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. It's so yeah. good. So and that means they, they perfectly programmed it Perfect. because you're right. Some sometimes the Bush Gardens Williamsburg Oof. simulator is like off. Yeah. If, if it's just if those things are just a little bit off. Just yeah, the slightest. Forget yeah, about it. And then you're just toast. <laughs> you know, like start getting that sweat feeling. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Oh, it's not a good day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've had days at Bush Gardens ruined uh, from riding. You know, the different iterations of whatever's in there because yeah. you just. Yep. Oh. Because you can make it through 30 seconds, and then once it gets through yeah. the next 30, you're like, uh-oh. uh-oh. Well, that that, so, that uh, flight over Europe, or what was it called? 
Oh, Europe through the air. Yeah, right. that one. That one was fine until it did those transition scenes, and I would get yes. it just make me nauseous. Like, oh yeah, th- yeah, don't do a transition. Just go right into the next thing or something because that transition just would make me sick every time. It's, yeah, ugh, me ugh. too. Me too. So I remember that exact part. <laughs> it was awful. All right, here's my last uh, my last shotgun question. You have to marathon either a Vacoma SLC. Uh, we're gonna say mine eraser at Six Flags America because yeah, that's probably the worst thing I ever rode in my entire life. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Or any stand-up coaster by being at well, does anyone else make stand-up coasters? But not like Apocalypse, not not Shockwave at Kings Dominion, because that thing was so short you could mar- easily marathon that without any pain. Yeah, uh-huh. So those two things, a a, a modern uh, a stand-up coaster that's going to be equally as painful as the uh, Vacoma SLCs. Which uh, <laughs> which of those two would you want to marathon? I think I would go with the stand-up because I feel like you can protect yourself a little bit more on those than the SLC. I think the SLC, sometimes you're just at its mercy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I felt like um, I had a good ride at Magic Mountain on the Riddler's Revenge, um, mostly because I was kind of defensively riding it. Yeah. And, and like I was, I was, you know, swaying my body where it needed to go and like yeah. keeping my head forward a little bit so it wouldn't bang. Um, oh, but yeah. the SLC is like, yeah, I, I rode Mind Eraser That's not just... that long ago. And it was just, oh. Talk, it was another one of those where, like, I was I was worried afterwards. I was like, man, I banged my head so much and my head's hurting so much. It shouldn't be hurt, you know. It shouldn't be doing that. So, yeah. And yeah, I, I wrote it when um I wrote it right after they got rid of the I guess they had VR on it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ride it with VR, but after getting off it, I'm like, holy, like, who in their right mind would have, because with VR you wouldn't really know where you're going, so you can't even try to brace yourself. I mean, yes. yeah. you would literally walk off there just bloody, like, you just. <laughs> cauliflower ears <laughs> like, oh yeah right yeah, yeah exactly. you'd be dead like yeah, oh my god i can't they must have got concussions and they stopped doing it i don't know it's just, yeah it seems awful i think like the only thing that vr works on is like a gentle like family roller coaster or something that isn't gonna you know i remember at fun spot um at the, in orlando they put vr on their uh freedom flyer i think it's called yeah like, yeah you know, yep. suspended yeah. coaster, and, and that worked perfectly because it didn't like bang you around. It was just very gentle and did, you know, yeah. big sweeping turns and stuff. And that worked. That was yeah. Cool. We missed, it was raining or it, there was moisture in the sky. So they are in the air. So they didn't do the VR when we did oh, it. Oh yeah. But yeah. Oh, you know, with Emma, this is perfect. If you go to, um, uh, Legoland in Florida, they have VR. Well, I don't know if they do anymore. Do they probably, right? Why, why would they get rid of it? They have a little wild mouse coaster. It's like a racing Lego racing and it's VR, the best VR ever. It was great. Oh, cool. It was, okay. the, it was the most wonderful VR experience I've ever had on a coaster. Because, you know, it's just a little wild, wild mouse. So it's not too intense. And, like, you're racing and you're thro- – what was it? it was like They were throwing stuff playing like a Mario Kart deal. Do you remember? Uh, I do not remember that well. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's a great <laughs> VR ride that you can ride with your child, and you'll both have a blast. If they still do VR. I, don't know, I assume they would, but who knows? That's a fad that they probably got rid of. Who knows? But, yeah. man, it was really well done. I was super I'll check excited. that out. I'll yeah. check that out for sure. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, because I'd love to get down there for when Peppa yeah. Pig theme park opens. Oh yeah, you know, while she's still into that, and then uh, maybe check out Legoland too at the same time. Yeah, and you got a connection, you know, get Banks Lee down there to. There you go. Yeah, because you know, he's working there now. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's great. Like, hey, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. Only reason I know he exists because he came on Coaster Radio as the you know the that celebrity thing you guys did. Oh right. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason I even know who he was. Then I saw he was on Attractions. He used to do the. It was, a, it was a weekly. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're weekly. Yeah, they're yeah they used to do that. Yeah. Then I watched, started watching that. And yeah, so it was all uh, thanks to you. And Maybe then he left. Nice 
That's Sun Ra- Ra- Yeah, right. That, yeah, now he's now he's working for the park. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Ian, do you have anything else to add, Mike? No, awesome that you were on the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. This has been fun. This is oh, great. No problem. And do you have anything uh, you'd like to uh, this open forum if you have anything you'd like to add, Mike? Oh, no, I was just thank you so much for having me on. This is fun. It's always fun to kind of kick back like I I always joke around with EB and say like it's great when we go on other people's shows Yes. It's, it's like not stressful at all. You know, you can get a few back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, like a lot of times when we're doing coaster radio, I'm like, okay, what's, what are we talking about next? And yeah. I'm doing the audio and yeah, yeah. Oh, got to get this sound effect ready. And, <laughs> and so I, I, I love opportunities like this cause it's a great time to, to talk about things we all love and, you know, do it in a relaxed state and forum. So it's great. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, I think that is all then Michael. I, I thank you so much. I, I, I do greatly appreciate it. Uh, we are fans of coasterradio.com. Yes. <laughs> Listen to all the time. Um, and I, you know, I just today after work, I got off of work. I did a half day, so at 11 a.m. I I logged out, and I went for a walk, and I put in my earbuds, and I listened to this episode, your latest episode, just dropped this morning. I don't know when it dropped, Thursday night or Friday morning. You guys always have your episode come out, and I listened to. Your, I do want to go back and watch the YouTube version because oh, yes. I, I I'm, I'm a sucker for uh, visuals, so I, I like all that stuff. So I will double definitely go back and check that out. Although, yeah, you're uh, pardon the interruption or pardon the rip off. You guys went over that. You, the, the, your little beep would beep. You guys just keep going. I know. That's the thing. I, I, I even realized we were doing that. I was like, oh, maybe we should like you know, be a little more hardcore with it. But yeah, I was like, oh, we just kept talking. But also, I noticed that I'm pardon the interruption. Sometimes they blow past the buzzer, too, and just talk a little more. So I wondered, though, was was that beep? Did you was that beep put in post? Like, did EB hear the beep at the time? He did not hear it at the time. Okay, I didn't think I, he did. Um, yeah, I yeah. didn't think and he did. So, and all the graphics were were not being done live, so uh, I, gotcha. I did have a, a iPhone timer <laughs> going off. But um, but I, I think next time we do that, if we do that again, we're talking about doing like a shorter version of that. Yeah. Um, like maybe even something like one of my ideas was, hey, do we stop doing theme park news and do a short video version of that every oh, week? It's like five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And put our time into that. Um, yeah. but do like four topics a minute each and that's it you know yeah yeah um but uh, then i would want him to hear the the buzzer yeah he knew too like yeah hey we gotta move so that that might be something i i I haven't even brought that up to him yet but that's sort of an idea i have is you know could that be the next version of theme park news like a video yeah for sure yeah that's great yeah well i I, i'm a big fan of everything you do so we will definitely be watching or listening or uh, a combination of both uh everything you put forth forward so thank you so much that's yeah, great. let's do this again sometime. I promise it won't be like a year. <laughs> <from when you're laughs> yeah, I would love to. We and we like to play games too. So uh, uh, maybe sometime we get together a, a game show or something. We'll uh, we'll invite you in. To, yeah, to play. yeah, and cool. I know EB would love to come on too. Like yes, EB. well, yeah, I wanted to have you guys on separate. So I, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, having you both on at the same time is great. But then you don't really get a chance to you know, get to get into with one of you. So that's I'm going to keep true. you separate. And uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely uh, EB is no lesser. Uh, I, we definitely want to have him on too. So let him know that uh, we'll be reaching out. I guess you only have one email. So <laughs> just forward when I ask him to come on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you just go, forward it to him and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get him on. Then we'll get you both on together. Maybe we'll, uh, I always wanted to do a, um, a uh, wheel of fortune <laughs> ripoff. It's just like theme park. <laughs> I could have you versus EV and I'll host it. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be fun. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be so easy. That'd be so good. Oh, so good. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap up this episode. So thank you so much to Mike Collins from CoasterRadio.com. Make sure you check him out at well CoasterRadio.com as well <laughs> as Theme Park News and their YouTube channel, which I assume is CoasterRadio.com. Yep, that's right. Oh, that's very right. good. Mm-hmm. You see, you're very wise, unlike me, who did Vacation Years Theme Parks and more podcasts. Vacation Years Podcast is my YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it at all when I did it. I just did it, and I was like, yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> but anyway. No, that's all right. It's still all easy to find. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, thanks, uh, Ian, for joining me as well. <laughs> and until we stream again, go check out CoasterRadio.com and Theme Park News, and keep making memories. Right on. <laughs> and have a Six Flags day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.